the year 597 BC was a horrible year for the people of Israel. That was the year that Nebuchadnezzar invaded the northern part of Israel and obliterated, so to speak, the entire tribe of Judah. He deported many of them to Babylon, took the cream of the cream of the society, enslaved them, and left the poor, the remnants. And so 597 B.C. was Annus Horribilis, a horrible year. Americans would say a year in infamy. It was a horrible year. And the people of Israel were so broken, so devastated. And we read about their lament in Psalm 137, where they tell us by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and we wept when we remembered you, Zion. And so the lament of the people of Israel, you can read it whole and entirely in Psalm 137. That was the morning, the terrible tragedy that happened to the people. However, from the ruins of the devastation, the Lord picks Baruch. And tells Baruch, prophesy to my people that their days of lament are over. And so our first reading this morning, this evening, is actually the prophecy of Baruch. Ministering to the heart of the broken. Ministering to the people of Israel and the people of Judah. And tells them, you've cried enough. Your days of mourning are over. Amen. And Baruch tells us that salvation is coming. And he says, for that reason, let all mountains be leveled, all valleys be filled up, all depressions be, be taken care of, because the joy of the Lord is coming. Now, I want you to notice one thing. The prophecy of Baruch is a historical thing. We can date it because the invasion of Nebuchadnezzar is historical. It's a real thing. Baruch didn't just wake up after some, you know, fiction. To tell the people that their days of pain were over. It's historical. Now, hold on to that. And let's move on to the gospel. Notice what St. Luke does. It says, in the 15th year of the Tetrarchs. In the year of Caiaphas. And so for Luke... 
the liberation that is coming through Jesus Christ is historical. It's real. Just like the liberation in Baruch was real, the liberation coming in Christ Jesus is real. It's not a myth. It's not a legend. It's not fiction. And that's what we believe tonight. Just as Baruch prophesied, and it came to be, Zechariah, John the Baptist, the son of Zechariah, prophesies today and tonight that the Lord indeed is coming. And the days of sadness are over. The days of pain are over. But John asks us for one thing. Let mountains be leveled. Let valleys be filled up. Mind you, John is talking in poetry. But in the second reading, St. Paul does not talk in poetry, talks in plain language. That for us to receive that liberation, it talks about discerning what is of value. And that's the crux of the message. Discernment. Discerning what is of value. And so for us to prepare, as we keep preparing for Christmas, what we want to do tonight is to take a step back and think and discern what is truly of value in our lives. In fact, you know one of the characters of true discernment for us as Christians? Interior freedom. The whole essence of discerning what is of value is interior freedom. And in my book, there are three things that marks internal freedom. One, recognize. Two, Repent, three, renew. So shall we call them the three R's? Recognize, repent, and renew. And for us as Catholics, we have it all made simple. See that room behind there? See that small room over there? That's the three R's. Recognize. It's a time for us to think about our relationship with God. Think about it. Repent. Mind you, the word reponse means rethink. Think and rethink and rethink. And then decide to go over there and confess, and you are absolved, and you are renewed. And that's our invitation tonight. 
And so as we keep preparing then for Christmas, let us continue to pray then for the grace of true discernment, the grace to truly recognize, the grace to repent, and most importantly, the grace to renew our relationships with God. Amen.